Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, September 16th. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, taking a look at the card at Woodbine up in Toronto that includes the Woodbine Mile, big prep for the Breeders' Cup. They've got also a couple of uh, Breeders' Cup preps for two-year-olds on the turf that are not included in the late pick four that we're going to look at, but uh, you can take a look at them if you're playing that card. Jim, let's jump in with the Woodbine Mile. Grade one, I believe, isn't it? Um, it is grade one. Three yeah. and up uh, at a flat mile on that uh, beautiful turf course up at Woodbine. Uh, who do you like? I can't believe they didn't get more than six horses in this. Uh, that just blows me away when I see these grade ones on the East Coast and at Woodbine. That I mean, it's a great race, and it's a beautiful course. I just don't understand six horses running for a million dollars plus a spot in the Breeders' Cup. But given that... Um, I like Cheryl Spiten here to knock off Master of the Seas. And I don't really, Master of the Seas is even money, and that's probably why they're not trying uh, to win the race. But Charlie Appleby has not been as hot this year as he has been in years past. This horse ran Lascott back in July uh, and won a a little stake, a grade two stakes race, or a group two stakes race. Had a 125 time for him, which is outstanding. But Cheryl Spite has a history of Woodbine, uh, has finished second in the Breeders' Cup Mile last year at Keeneland uh, at 55-1, to 1, has an affinity for Keeneland. Two best races he, he's ever run have been at Keeneland. But I just think Atfield gets this horse ready. Uh, the prep in the King Edward after the Dubai trip, I think you can kind of uh, write that off as just getting ready for this race because they, they laid the horse off from March to August, getting him you know, recovered from the Dubai trip. And I just think this horse, this race sets up very well for Cheryl Spite. I think uh, he's going to sit right off the pace. Uh, Johnny Velasquez goes and takes the mount. And uh, at 5-2, to two, I would take him over Master of the Seas. I'm also going to use, in my pick four, I'm going to use uh, a long shot in here. Lucky score is maybe the longest shot on the board. But this horse, again, uh, stretching out to a mile uh, last time out, Got beat by War Bomber, but that was his first time at a mile. Uh, going back to the six furlong race at Woodbine, he had a hundred buyer in a, in a grade two, the Highlander, back in July. And I, I think that if there's a price to be found in this race, I'm going to not use Ice Chocolate uh, at coming out of the four star day, but he could certainly contend. So there's four horses in here that I think could, could win the race. Um, Maybe even five, but I'm going to go three deep. But I hate to go even deeper than that in a pick four, especially since Cheryl Spite and Master of the Seas are going to be so heavily favored. But Cheryl Spite in a very uh, nice race, but I wish we had more horses than six. Amen to that. Uh, I ended up not being able to get past the favorite in Master of the Seas off that 125 time form last time, which equates to a buyer of around 110. Um, great connections, and um, I they usually seem to fire when they bring them over for these races up at Woodbine. So I'm going to key in on that horse. Not going to single him. I'm going to single in another race. So I'm going to use two other horses in here. Uh, Ice Chocolate is my second pick. And that horse, I think, is just in peak form. That 100 buyer last time has a great record at Woodbine, but it's only run there once this year. So I think getting back on the home course could uh, help this one for Mark Cassie, whose horses have uh, been firing on the big days up at Woodbine this year. And then Cheryl Spite is the other one that uh, I would use in the Woodbine Mile. But uh, playing the race, I think I'm just going to do one big exacta box with Master of the Seas and Ice Chocolate and uh, leave it there. For the second leg the uh, of the pick four, 
It's the 10th race, an allowance optional claimer at a mile and an eighth on the main track, the synthetic for three and up. And I think it's going to be awfully hard to beat J.P. Hellish from down on the inside. Had a 95 buyer off the layoff, wanted by 11, has won eight times. Moving up in class, but really impressive win last time. And with these connections, I think it's a legit performance. And again, the eight wins lifetime, I think, is hard to overcome. So I like this horse a lot in here. Cruden Bay, the six, is consistent, but there's only one three of 16 starts. Uh, Rapper Zapper, big improvement in... Uh, Two starts off the layoff, and this field is just kind of a, an average group, I think. So I think that horse is worth a worth a long look, but I uh, couldn't find a case to beat J.P. Hellish in here. How about you? I think the best play of the day would be J.P. Hellish over Cruden Bay. Cruden Bay's one run eight times, at second second place eight times out of 16 lifetime starts. So you see a horse like that. Uh, they don't like to pass that last horse in the stretch, and they always seem to get in the mix. So uh, 12 out of 16 in the money, Cruden Bay is a good bet to get in the money. But I think J.P. Hellish probably wins off that 95 buyer last time out. It's the best race of his life, uh, and he won by 11. So uh, I, I think you're right there. Uh, he has not been a mile and an eighth, however. So stretching out for a mile and 16, Cruden Bay has been a mile and an eighth a couple times. I'm just going to use those two. I think the race uh, goes through those two. Um, Kevin Attard has a horse on the outside called Call Kurt, and that horse comes out of $32,000 optional claimer where he ran behind Cruden Bay. He's run behind Cruden Bay twice. I don't see him taking that step forward to beat that horse, so I'm going to leave him off. Just the one and the six and the pick four. One thing you can notice, Cruden Bay and Kerouac come out of a similar race, and Kerouac races in the 11th race, so if you like one, if Cruden Bay runs well, that moves Kerouac up in the 11th. Let's go to the 11th. It's an allowance optional claimer uh, on the turf at uh, about a mile and an eighth. And who did you like in here? I had four deep here. Uh, I think my, my top pick is Kerouac uh, for Kevin Attard. But I'm also going to use Kevin's other horse, Hadash, uh, coming out of the same race and only ran a length and a half behind. And five to two on one Attard versus ten to one on the other one. you got to always take the other one in those situations. Dancing in denial uh, for Gail Cox comes off a good effort in the King Edward and drops way down in class to an optional $50,000 claimer. And at this level, uh, he should be competitive. And then uh, also use British royalty for Barbara Minshaw coming out of a grade three race. And this horse has, has raced almost exclusively in stakes races. So this will be the first time an optional claimer for a long time, British royalty, is the class of the race, but only has won two times out of 20. So that, uh, that is a question mark, but getting back to an, a level that he should be competitive. So three, six, seven, eight in here for the uh, pick four, hoping to get a little bit of a price because I think those first two we talked about are going to be chalky. This is a race you may want to consider going deeper because I have four horses and only one of the ones that uh, you have, Jim. Um, that's Dancing in Denial. Uh, but my top pick was top of the charts, off that last, lifetime best buyer figure last time out uh, in his uh, turf debut. Flashed some talent early in his career. This horse was uh, well-regarded. I remember when he won first time out at like 7-1 to one at Churchill. And you got a top trainer-jock combo here. So I think top of the charts may be getting back to his best form and uh, maybe has some improvement left in him. Elusive Knight. Was claimed by the Drexler Barn, 27% off the claim for that barn. This horse is one for one at a mile and an eighth. 
Uh, Mad Mocha coming off an 85 buyer off the layoff, and that was his best. So uh, I think maybe he's in top form, and then Dancing in Denial is the other one. I'm going to use dropping out of that grade two. So I'm going to use four in here with top of the charts on top. Twelfth race, made an optional claimer. Phillies and Mayors three and up at six and a half on the main track. And I'm just going to use them all. Uh, I'm going to go three by one by four and use them all in here. I don't have any strong opinion. If I need to make a win pick, I'd probably settle on the three talking wonders who was favored last time at this level. So I'll give her another chance at uh, six to one on the morning line. Um, Well regarded last time, so maybe a valid excuse in there. So talking wonders on top, but I'm just going to go all in the pick four. How about you? I just have a little better opinion. I only used five. Uh, I, I broke my rule. I, I'm not going to spend as much money as I would like to on this pick four simply because I think the first two legs are me chalky. I, I like jokes up uh, for Mike DiPaolo. Uh, ran in the same level last time out. Um, dropped to a major 40,000 optional claimer. Only got beat a length and a quarter. Uh, 7-2 morning line for 40,000. Seems seems like back. It, maybe this is the level where she can get a win. Going to use Undyne Lady, uh, dropping out of maiden special weight um, to forty thousand level, coming off a fifty-seven buyer. Talking Wonders, the horse that you mentioned, only has three outs and, and has run decently in all three. And this forty thousand level may suit her as well. She ran that at that level last time out. Can't back off for Josie Carroll, sixty-six buyer last time out, which is the best uh, of the like, of these runners. So uh, took her eight races to get to that however and hits different the five horse um coming off a, a disappointing run at on the turf and going back to synthetic probably will improve so i'm going to use five horses here one three four five six let's go to the, our pick four tickets i'm going one three four to start then single the one in the second leg two five eight nine in the third and all nine in the fourth leg it's a 54 dollar ticket for me how about you jim Dollar ticket with one three six, with one six, with three six seven eight, with one three four five six, sixty bucks. And uh, if you have a strong opinion on Master of the Seas for my ticket, you could single those first two number ones and take it down to eighteen dollars. So uh, I'm like Jim, I wouldn't spend a lot on on the pick four in this spot because unless you have a, some strong opinion on a price, because um, it looks pretty chalky in the first half of it. Now, you might uh, have a chance to get a little bit of a price in the third and fourth legs. Best of luck if you're playing up at uh, Woodbine or a really nice card at Churchill or somewhere else. Just make sure you have funds in that Keeneland Select account to play the races while you're also watching and playing the sports. So good luck, and we'll see you next week for the In the Money podcast from KeenelandSelect.com.